welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We are your go-to resource on everything you need to turn your hygiene department into a profit center. My name is Rachel Paul, and joining me, as always, my amazing co-host, Vicki Collier. Hi, Rachel. I'm so hey, happy Vicky. to be here. Rachel, you look all tan. Have you just taken a vacation? Uh, actually, I did. I went to the beach last week with the family. Mm-hmm. We do an annual beach trip, and we went to Cape Sandblast. Ooh, fun. Which is, um, have you been there before? I'm actually leaving Thursday for the Cape Sandblast. Are you? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You have a friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, love that beach. It is very secluded. So when I go I have on never vacation, been. My oh mom really? Was telling me it's great too. Oh, I yeah. have to tell you where to go. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a small little island, and um, there's no condos or high rise. It's literally mm-hmm. like houses on the beach. And when I go on vacation, all I want to do is just sit on the beach all so day. Had some a time of relaxation. That's then. right. And That's fa- all I need. Family so, fun too. Uh, but yeah, so we had a good time and. Um, I'll have to give you some. Yeah, I want the tips. The tips of what to do, (laughs) for sure. So, um, well, everyone, thank you for listening to this is episode five. We're going to talk about how to create a proven recare and reactivation Mm. campaign. And it's always a good question. Yeah, yeah, we get this all the time. And um, if you if you were listening to the last episode, we talked about retention. We were talking about how one broken appointment and hygiene is worth about $30,000 a year yeah, of lost yeah, production, yeah. right? Um, so I think it's it's important to, to keep noting that, right? I mean, we say this all the time, but your recare is really the lifeblood Blood, yeah, yeah, of, of your the practice. practice. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think you mentioned it before too, but you know, when I was a hygienist, and I had a, an appointment to cancel. I thought, oh, whew, okay, well, I actually get to run to the restaurant, right. take, take a sip of breathe, go eat a or, banana. Right, actually, you know, write up those charts. And it took me a long time to finally realize that this is not good practice. This is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm being paid to see eight or nine patients a day, and I'm only half of them are coming. That's not a good way to right. do things. So we've got to own that. We've got to find mm-hmm. some some way of making that happen. You know, we always talk about the two economy system, the, the getting into your bubble. Right. And to me, your bubble is is what you put your focus on, what you can control. Right. And oftentimes, offices I go into will say, "Well, we can't control those patients coming back, but we the, the, if we're, we're if we are focusing on what we can control, that's our skills, our knowledge, our resources. That's tracking. That's Making some phone calls. That's owning this process. That's right. you know, what is our mar- how does our marketing need to change? Right. It's multifaceted, but we can do something about it rather Absolutely. than sit and tw- twiddle our thumbs and wish the patients would come in. Right. I think I think that's key is um, as taking ownership in that sure. and, and not again. We talked about this in the last episode, but you can't put the blame on your patients. We no. have to take responsibility yeah. for right. that. Right. Right. So um, I think this you know the most important thing about really developing this campaign is is who is going to own it right right right. um you know we have a saying here where if everyone owns it no no one owns owns it it. that's That's right right. so you just want to make sure that you put one person responsible for overseeing this recare this reactivation um it's not that one person is going to do it all because it's a lot of work Right. right but and i don't think it's always necessarily the hygienist no. We talk about, the hygienist may not be the person. This may be the person who can sit and work this on a regular basis right. and spend and the time that's necessary on it. Absolutely. I'd actually prefer it to, it should really never be a hygienist because they need to be producing. Sure. Right? We want them doing what we they're want getting paid them for. Exactly. However, Rachel, I think we need to, to clarify, I always have to do this in an office, mm-hmm. hygienists have to be 
very much involved in this Absolutely. process. Um, I would like for them to be so busy they don't have time to, but in a perfect world, we know that you know that would be great, but we're not in a perfect world. Right. Um, there's there's going to be times that they have time, and I would love to see them prioritize helping that person who owns Recare be part of that time. I think that's, um, that is part of them owning that. Sure. So if you do have, uh, if a patient cancels last minute, like what are you doing to help fill that schedule? Right. Are you right. are you communicating with, maybe you're communicating with a doctor's side to see if right. there's anyone that you sure. can bring over. Absolutely. And you're not just back there reading a magazine. You know, yeah. You're going to you the front desk You can only stock saying, a room so, for so long. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, I'm going to stock my room 87 yeah. times this week. Yeah, uh, yeah, your room's stocked. You're good, <laughs> right? Um, or going to the front desk team and saying, you know, is there a, you know, who can I call? Because I can guarantee you we have list of people sure. that are just past due. Right, right, right. So yeah, so decide, you know, who's going to oversee this process. Right. Um, and, you know, I would, whoever's going to oversee this process has to be good at managing you know, what, what this looks like mm -hmm. and also delegating, sure. right? So you got to be able to delegate. I think that's important. I think that, that owner of the process needs to create what he or she understands and, mm -hmm. and, and what works for them, but then teach that to everyone else. I would like them to have such a process so that anyone who, assistants, hygienists, you know, anyone who's got right. some downtime can come up and take that process very easily, understand how it works and be able to step right in rather than have to have a 30 minute long explanation. Right, of it. right, yeah. yeah. I think that's so true. Um, so what we're talking about, so first you want to have someone who owns this process mm -hmm. and you want to look at your recare and your reactivation. We, we say recare are, those are your active patients, sure. right? And reactivation mm -hmm. are your inactive patients. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going in and inactivating all these patients, but you really need to treat them as though, as though they are inactive. If right. I haven't been in your practice, let's say for a year, where have I been? Right. You know, yeah, what are we going to yeah. do to get me back right. in to see and that And we're going to have to do something. to. If they finally come back in, we may have changed our technology. We may have changed an upgrade. We may right. have remodeled. We want to do something to change whatever their mindset was about not coming in to get them to keep coming in now that we've got them back. Absolutely. I think that's key. So you want to really start looking at your recare and your reactivation and get a game plan for what messaging are you going to be sending to these patients. And how right? often. Exactly. Yeah. How often, right? Um, I you need to also create a timeline that includes those intervals. Yeah. Um, I I feel like you should be contacting them on a monthly basis. Yeah. I, and it doesn't have to be the same way because people respond differently. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, Change I, it up. I'm a text person. I love text. Right. Mm -hmm. You can text me all day long. If you call me. You're gonna get my voice yeah, exactly out, right? right. Yeah, I'll probably text you back, but it'll take a yeah, while to call you. Yeah, but back. That's let's right. just say your patient is my uh, grandfather, who's 86 <laughs> years old. Uh, probably not gonna work with the text yeah, message, yeah, right? Or an email. Like you, you need to pick up the phone. Sure. So I think you really need to find out, like, how do you, how do your patients want you to communicate Absolutely. with them? Absolutely. And I, that's always a good question to ask. Don't just yeah. assume. Do not assume, yeah. right? Yeah. So ask them and note that in their chart, and then to determine how often you're going to reach out to them. I, I like to mix it up. Perhaps you send a letter this month and uh, follow up with a call. Did you receive our letter? Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really important part of it too, right? But they should be getting something from you on a reg very regular basis. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they, as you know, they, they fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. and, and again, if no one's owning that process, right now, you know, this patient went from being one month past due to now they're six months past due. Right, exactly. Right? Without anyone contacting them. Sure. Um, and I do think it's real easy for us to 
use a you know, use our software, use these like Lighthouse 360 and Demand Force, and we want to say, well, we've got, they do all that for us, but I, I feel like we need to kind of take, we need to take that back sure. and use them, but how can we use them and still keep it personal as right, well, right? right? And what is the message that is implied if you never, con if they get to be six months or 12 months past you and we haven't contacted them in any way? Right. You know, well, they must really not care. They didn't miss me or something. I've had those same situations. I, I've left an office and I thought, I guess nobody cared because I, I never heard anything from them, you know. I know. It's yeah. true. It kind of goes back to the same thing when they call and cancel. Okay, well, just give us a call back. It must really okay, not matter. Like, right. That's not going to happen, yeah. right? So, um, so I think, too, you need to decide, like, what, so what is your interval, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. again, this person who's owning this process needs to decide, what, how often are we reaching out to these patients right. and what does that look like? Right. Is this via text? Maybe we're going to do a postcard. Once they're six months past two, we're going to send this letter, right? Rachel, this could just about be a full-time position for the person who's um, on this process. Off, I know, and <laughs> yeah. oftentimes it is, right? Right, right. But it's, one, it's, it's such an important it's such an important position. I think so too. I mean, it, it, it has to happen. Yeah, it's, it's a necessary evil. And, and I, I will mean, tell you right happen. now, if your if your recare system and your office is, we get on the phones when we can. That is mm, not a yeah, plan. And yeah. I can tell you right now, you have patients falling through your crack. Yeah. And if you're wondering why you have holes in your schedule, that's why. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, it has to be a designated time to do this. When I when I teach this training. We, we look at one of the days that you're going to be able to set aside the time to do this, that you right. can shut the door, put up a sign that says, you know, I'm busy contacting patients, whatever. Time. Yeah, right. recare focused or whatever. So, because if we just, if this person just tries to do this between all of the other things that are happening in the office, again, it, ne it will never get done. No, so it has to be a, a designated focus on this particular area of the Absolutely. practice. Um, and also, too, like decide what you're going to say in these letters. Um, you know, we, we always say once your patients are four months past due to, to start recommending. So how can we entice them to come sure, back? Sure, yeah. What would, I always ask my offices, what would bring you back? Right. You know, sometimes an offer might be, they'll say, well, we offered them um, an electric toothbrush, which I think is great. Yeah. But if you've got someone who didn't care enough not to show up for their dental right. appointment, they may not care about the dental stuff, you know, right. or free fluoride. You know? Or we'll, or $50 towards treatment. Okay, the patient yeah. hasn't been in in over two years. Yeah. They probably don't care. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. So what are some right. other things you can offer them to come back? So just think about that. Brainstorm with your team. Um, I always tell the stories. I think it's great. I was uh, in an office in Texas, and this uh, doctor did a huge reactivation campaign where he offered a set of steak knives. Okay, for, steak knives. For patients okay. to yeah. come back in. <laughs> and I was thinking in my head, that is crazy. Steak and knives? he had more patients oh, come in from that campaign than yeah. the other campaign. I started thinking, well, yeah, you're in Texas. Like, we love our grills in I Texas, know, I guess, is what they say. steaks. And yeah. So mm -hmm. it, it actually was a really That's brilliant yeah. campaign. So I, I use that as an example. I'm not telling people to go offer steak knives. That does, not, yeah, work no, in their but area. Like, think but, about your area. What do what do people like? You know, yeah. maybe you... Um, you know, maybe you're in Denver and you have a lot of Broncos patients, right? right. So you could offer tickets. tickets. To, I mean, I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, thinking sure. outside the box, but be creative with that. And that's that. what you have to do here. You can't just do the same old, same old what's easy. I think it should be a, right. uh, you know, think think this through and, and, again, go above and beyond. What would draw you into something uh, that you have if you hadn't been there in a while? Exactly. Yeah. So I just encourage you 
to just really think outside the box and um, and also track your results. We talk a lot about tracking. We have uh, we we do a lot of tracking tools with with our clients to get them to start looking at this, but. You look at your percentage of downtime and hygiene and you know, how many openings do you currently have right. and start setting some goals to close that gap, right? right? Um, I, I know, you know, they, I, I read recently that an average is like 20% openings and hygiene is like oh. an average thing, but they, considering that one broken appointment. Right. Is $150? Yeah. That's a lot. You want that goal to be a lot less than that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So set goals for that. And it doesn't take much. It's not like you have, you're not going to go from 25% openings mm -hmm. to 5%. Mm -hmm. Right. But that small, even closing sure. that gap down, right. you know, from 25 to 20% is going to make a huge right. difference in your production. And that's all going to also be sort of a, a pretty good indication of it was your marketing work, those offers we just talked about. You know, if you're seeing that number to go down because you had the steak knives, and then next month you offer something that, you know, Jay always says, if it's working, keep doing it. Exactly. So that lets yeah. you know and if those it. things you that you have done is, are, are working. Absolutely. So, um, so I just encourage you to think about what is your recare and reactivation campaign? Do you have one? So decide who's going to own it. Um, what what type of communication are you going to be sending out to your patients to get them back in? Right. Um, be creative and definitely start tracking those results, right? right? I think so. There's not a magic wand for keeping patients on the schedule. No. I think there, there's no one answer to this. Um, but I think a combination of things, you know, throw throw. Get this, get this right and you'll have a good start. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So thanks for tuning in. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe to the Hygiene Profit Leaders podcast on iTunes. We have new episodes every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also subscribe by visiting our website, hygieneprofitleaders.com, where you can download notes, listen to previous podcasts, and learn more about who we are, what we do, and how we can help you grow your hygiene department. Stay educated.